Welcome to Cardinal Cast. We're back this week. Um, this will be, what, March 3rd, I believe, and I have a special guest with me here, Sergeant Bubba Page for the Army Na or the Nebraska National Guard, I'll call it. You'll have to do some educating for me as well as our audience on all the things that you provide for our high school students. Lonnie is out today, um, so we get the chance to kind of visit and see if I get the audio right without her here. I'm kind of worried about that, so welcome. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me, Jerry. So... Um, there's a, several different avenues we can we can um, go down, but I think th probably the, the the first I'd ask you about is just about what the I, I don't know if if the audience would know just how active the National Guard is in schools in high schools and what you provide for high schools and you know other than COVID COVID derailed everything, but you're probably the most common person that we have come in as far as recruiters, whether it's colleges or military, um, that work with students, but. Uh, what is it the National Guard can offer students as an opportunity or a transition after high school? Yeah, uh, that's a great question, Jerry. Uh, the National Guard, um, obviously our biggest benefit that we offer to, to students is tuition assistance uh, for college, for any Nebraska state-funded college. Uh, and just recently in December, Governor Ricketts actually upped our tuition assistance from 75% to 100% tuition assistance now. Uh, so it's a great tool for students to get college paid for. Are there signing bonuses? There are. Yep. Uh, we offer a $12,500 <laughs> signing bonus. <laughs> that would be hard to, to not consider. I mean, if I was coming out of high school, and I, at times I think they've been even higher. Oh, yeah. Yep. It used to be 20000 So Yeah. That's just crazy. It's a lot of money for a 17-year-old kid. Yeah. <laughs> and we have Shattern High School students that – that uh, are are with the, the the Nebraska National Guard. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is really a viable option for students. So what would what would the transition be? So a student is interested in the guards. What do they do first? How does that process look like? Uh, they set up an appointment with me, uh, which is nice here in Chattern. You know, walk two blocks up to the armory, and then nice. we start the application process. It's a, a very lengthy application. Mm -hmm. Um, we dive into medical background, law, law violations, family history, you know, family members. And once that goes through, if it's, if it's a clean packet, then they start the process to enlist. Now they have to go, is there like a MEPS or something or a... Yep. Uh, they go to the Omaha Military Entrance Processing okay. Station. Okay. So it's a long two day trip. <laughs> now, why is it sometimes we have students, I imagine, depending, like how soon can a student sign up for the guards? Because... We've had students that do basic training before their senior year, and then we have some that do it after they graduate. Yeah, so um, the regulation is a 17-year-old kid can join, uh, but they have to be at least a high school junior. So okay. I know there is a rare case sometimes when a kid is old for their class as a sophomore or, or something okay. like that, or young for their class. Uh, but that's the opportunity for them to complete basic the summer after their okay. junior year and then go come back for their senior year, and then go to their job training after they graduate. Okay. And then benefits during college. So you're paying tuition. Yep. Up to 100% I'm hearing now? Uh, 100%. I did not know that. <laughs> I, that, that's, that seems crazy. Then what's their commitment during those college years? Uh, so the commitment is a minimum of 39 days a year. So okay. one week in a month and then two days in the summer for their annual training. Okay. That is, that's a pretty good deal. I mean, for the cost of college <laughs> anymore. And if you know your, your college, not that you have to go to college if you're in the guards by any means, nope. right? 
Um, but it is one way to really to 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 afford that cost of college. Now, does it? Can it be used at any college, any four-year college university? Uh, it, it can, but when you go to a private college like Doan, Concordia, Creighton, the, the money gets less just because okay. it's based off of UNL's tuition rate. Okay. Um, so if they go to a private college, they, they get less money. Still sounds like a heck of a deal and the commitment, um, the training. And I, I think, t- truthfully, that one of the things after high school is just being a part of something. Um, and that, that's what I see with students is you go to college and it's, you're trying to get used to this new life you live and dorms and those kind of things. And you don't know anybody and, and being a part of a team or a club or those kind of things. And to me, that's what the guards also is. Absolutely. Yeah. We, and, we see them out training in the mornings, you know, sometimes on the track or the football <laughs> field, you know. And, yep. And I tell a lot of kids, you know, if, say they're going to college for criminal justice, maybe choose a, a career that isn't related to that. So that way, when they graduate college, they have a degree in criminal justice, but they're an electrician in the National Guard. So oh, then gotcha. they have a, a fail-safe almost. Gotcha. Oh, so you can choose your different avenues or trainings than when you're in the Guard. Yep, yep. We have over 105 different careers, actually. Whew. Anything from a lawyer to a, a healthcare specialist to a plumber. So Now that would have... That would change maybe where you do your training, though, wouldn't it? I mean, you couldn't do all that in Shadron, could you? No, nope. Only in Shadron we have military police. We have a few diesel mechanics, um, a few communications comms guys, and then cooks. Um, okay. So you would have to travel to maybe Lincoln, Omaha, Kearney. Can we speak about the Shadron? Um, because the, the, it used to be transportation, right? Mm-hmm. And now it's military police, it seems like, is probably the the main thing I hear about yep. that's true um, so that it changes the trainings obviously did we deploy so last summer was a pretty busy one with different civil unrest in different cities did did we have our guard unit go out last summer uh, yeah they did do some support in Omaha for a riot control as well as um, COVID testing lanes oh yeah so and even right now our uh, our healthcare specialists are helping administer the vaccines throughout the state too that's pretty impressive that's yeah, we do a lot of we we help a lot here in Nebraska. Yeah, and then I imagine natural disasters probably more prevalent. I know last year was the civil unrest and some different riots, but I would imagine natural disasters. You always need military police provided to secure areas. Like I'm thinking of hurricanes, yep. floods, um, tornadoes that you know destroy towns. It takes military police. Is who you always see is the guard units that are kind of protecting mm-hmm. property uh, for people after those. Yeah, and, and most recent, um, the the bad hurricanes in Houston, uh, the bad one in the Virgin Islands. We sent you know soldiers down there for a month or so to oh. help with clean up, you know, getting people into the shelters, things like that. I didn't know that actually. It just it just makes sense on TV. That's what you see is it's always the guards that come in and it, it makes sense why you have to have military police for security purposes at those. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, just for looting purposes or people coming in it and yeah, just, yeah. After hurricanes and I, I it, it makes sense to me anyways. And I just think that's a fantastic, um, uh, opportunity for students. Um, the other thing I, you know, that I kind of wanted to visit with that I, I, I truthfully didn't know about it until quite several years ago as an administrator, but you actually come into our classrooms as well. And it, 
I know you're representing the National Guard, but you're in there to teach lessons. So you, you can provide curriculum um, units to schools as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, most recently, I did a, uh, an agricultural um, class uh, here at Shadron just about how agricultural ties in with the National Guard. Um, okay. We used to have agricultural development teams that would go to Afghanistan, Iraq, and help locals there build up their, their agriculture. Um, I've, I've done personal finance classes. Right. Uh, so yeah, there's tons of things that we can offer outside of, you know, just enlisting kids. <laughs> and, and basically that's a free service to schools where it's like, you know, we bring in uh, special guests or speakers that come into classrooms and that's how you're utilized as well, that you come in and, but you're the only one that comes in with a menu of, <laughs> I can present any of these <laughs> topics to your, to any of your classes. Um, I just think that's phenomenal, and I know we've, it was probably only a few years ago, I think, when you were um, in this position that we kind of took advantage of it and didn't really understand that that was even out there and probably could utilize it even more. Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and then, of course, I see you every now and then you'll bring in some stuff for, I think, um, what was the obstacle course? And, obstacle course. And then, oh, uh, my goodness, that's PE so much classes. fun. Yep. Oh, <laughs> the fitness stuff. Oh, yeah. you got to talk about that. Oh, yeah, so there's, there's speed track training yeah. systems, and it's, a, it's an actual company that they designed it as a competition to where you could actually log into an app and, and track how how you stack up against other kids in the nation that do it. I took it and kind of flipped it into my own workout routine, right. so to speak. And the kids hate it when they're doing yeah. it, but they love it afterwards. Yeah. yeah, I go in the gym, they've got, well, there's resistant bands. I don't even know what all you're doing, but I know the kids are hurting <laughs> in there. Um, for our, I think that's intro to fit and advanced fitness classes mm -hmm. that we've had you come in for too. So, um, And that's one thing that, you know, I was kind of hoping to take this opportunity when visiting with the public to, to let them know that there's there's a whole nother side that I didn't know even existed that you're able to come in and just provide as an educational piece um, to students and for schools and that's been valued. Um, the one that we've taken advantage of most recently is is you provided some leadership training for our Cardinals committed group, mm -hmm. and I know that's something you've done for other groups in the Panhandle as well. But can you talk a little bit about because what I I didn't get to join I had some meetings as usual. <laughs> Um, so I didn't get to sneak in and see that. Actually, you've done it here in the auditorium. I think we had some space for you, but most recently, I think our students actually went to the armory. Yeah, yep. And did it over there. So what kind of what kind of things did they do there? Because was it trust falls? Not trust falls. <laughs> no, <laughs> I didn't want that you know liability on my hands. But uh, it's usually team building activities right. that foster communication skills. Um, and most recently, the one we did was they partnered up and sat back to back. Okay. And then one, one person was the leader, the other person was the painter. And the leader had to describe a picture to the painter without saying, draw a flower in the left corner, you know, draw a tree. They had to describe the object, which in turn is supposed to help them as leaders know how to communicate to you know, their peers, their subordinates, because not everybody understands the same way as, right. as we think they understand. So being able to think outside of the box how they normally talk to individuals, that was kind of the, the idea behind it. Um, I, that's the part I think I'm just so impressed with all that you can offer to schools and, and come in, but I'm telling you at the end of that day, um, I caught the students and I felt bad because I didn't get over there to see some of that. And I, I was kind of behind the start of our Cardinals committed, but since then I've slowly kind of turned it over. I know we got 
Coach McLean, I have Wendy Rhodes, Jamie Slingsby are, are other ones that kind of sponsor that group for us. But when the students came back, that's they talked about that nonstop. And so they were describing to me that they sat with their back against their partner and, and what it was about now. It's just about communication and understanding that um, uh, you can go into this in more detail, but understanding the things I, I think I'm saying that I think they would understand. It might not be what your teammates are are hearing, um, they think you have a completely different intention. And so we used it in our Cardinals committed group. Um, and that's a group of, that's a leadership group of both fine arts and um, we have a lot of sports um, people activities um, in there. Um, so we use it as literally the team building that you can do in some of those will carry over for us onto the court, onto the stage in those places of competition um, is how we utilize that. And we have this expectation that our, our committed group, along with all of our senior body, are our leaders uh, in our building. And so if you're going to have leaders, you better provide training on how to, how to be a leader. And, and, Absolutely. And I think that's something that we probably need more on. Yeah, and, you know, and that was my intent behind it was that hopefully they would take that, that training and that exercise onto mm -hmm. the court, onto the field, and just even in the hallways and in the classrooms with their, their peers to be able to maybe communicate better with, with their peers. Right. You know, the other place I see you all the time, uh, or in especially just National Guard uh, insignia and logos, like at cross country and these different, like these are high school activities that the National Guard has really partnered with, um, I assume through the NSAA, but like state cross country or different cross, I see you handing out water yeah. during just cross country invites even. Yeah, and it's we are partnered with the NSAA and I enjoy it because it, it gets me obviously out mm -hmm. of the office, but it's a, a service that we can provide to the schools. I, I usually do four or five cross country meets a, a year within the panhandle. Right. Um, so a lot of the other schools are jumping onto that. But it's just a service where I can provide, you know, Gatorade, granola bars, bananas, yeah. and some water. And I think that's what impresses me. And that's why I was really happy to bring you on is it's like, oh, is this a sales punch? Is this just, is this the recruiter that's in the building? And it, it took me a few years to figure out, truthfully, Bubba, it was when you kind of um, was, became in the building more and more. It's like, oh, I didn't know that you were just there to support schools. Mm -hmm. Is there any conditions on that? Like, could you do that in a middle school setting? Come uh, in with curriculum or? You know, I, I've had a few middle schools reach out to me about doing things. Um, it really depends on just my schedule, really. Okay. Um, my target market is 17 to, to 34 year olds. Okay. However, there are some cases that I, I will do events for middle schools. And, okay. you know, if, if I can work it to where the middle school is there as well as some high school students, then it's a little bit easier for me okay. to, to justify it. Now, the obstacle course we've, you've provided even with elementary kids, mm -hmm. um, those are like, kind of, I imagine, like community service kind of projects? Or? Yeah, yep. It's, yeah. it's more a, a community branding event, okay. so to speak. Um, and, and, you know, that one, that was a, a rare case with my wife working in the school district. Yeah. You know, she, she asked and can't say no to your wife. So. Right. <laughs> but it, it, it was community branding, though, because we had a lot of adults. We had... Um, I think we even snuck over some high school students mm -hmm. that actually helped set up and do those things. So you got to, and that probably allowed you to hit your market too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, it's just been, I, I've just been impressed. I've been impressed with what I've learned that the National Guard can provide. It's not, there is the recruiting piece. Um, of course, um, you are looking for recruits. You are looking to um, continue to fill those positions mm -hmm. and, and keep that uh, branch um, going. Um, 
but all of the curriculum, all of the school, all the athletic benefits that have come with the National Guard as well. No other, no other group, no other recruiting agency, whether it's military or college, comes in and really feels like does quite that much as visual as is what the National Guard does. So absolutely, yeah. And you know, when I when I started this job five years ago, because everybody has the the misconception that recruiters, you know, all they care about is mm-hmm. recruiting and enlisting people. So I tried to take a different approach. You know, yeah, that is my job. But at the same time, I want to build the community and let the community know what we can offer and that I'm not just about recruiting individuals, that right. I'm about, you know, improving and uh, growing mm-hmm. students, you know, making them better people. Well, as that, it was evident, too, when you walked in today, it was the tail end of lunch, students in the our staff know you, hey, Bubba, and students are calling you out by name. And so that just shows that even, and this is during COVID times where we have not, <laughs> you know yep. as much as anyone else with other recruiters, we just weren't allowing people in the building mm-hmm. for the longest time until just recently. Um, in fact, we just brought the teammates, mentors in just, again, in the last two weeks. Oh, wow. Um, so just there are a lot of those, the, the, the college recruiters that just haven't, we just haven't been able to offer that just due to protocols. So um, it's nice to have you back in the building. I think this is the first time we finally got you in so we can start bringing you back and yeah, yep. and do those things. So, you know, in the old days, you know, for the adults out there listening in that you might remember in high school, the whether it's a military recruiter, or the college recruiters, they show up at the school and they set up and they might set up a table and they'll put out the keychains and, you know, the little knickknack things and that'll draw some students in. But Nothing has been as effective as when you lead classes and you come in with that curriculum and you lead these activities, this leadership training. That's really been effective in building um, your presence to our students. And I really thank you for that. Well, thank you. Yeah. Anything else we need to cover? I think we, you know, covered pretty much anything. Um, just, you know, the biggest change that I mentioned earlier was that 100% TA. That's it's, huge. I didn't know that. Yeah, it, we had it in 2008 when I okay. first, when I enlisted, and it went away in, I think, 2009, 2010. So it's been 10, 11 years since we've wow. had 100% tuition. So what makes that come and go, or what? It's it's a state-funded pot. Okay. And so it's all done down there in, in Lincoln at the Capitol. And okay. um, Senator Tom Brewer was one of the senators that helped kind of initiate that bill. And it got passed um, in December. So So we don't know how long it's going to be 100%. It could, it could change. I yeah, mean, it could change. Three yeah. years from now, two years, whatever. We don't know. But um, yeah, so anyone interested can just get a hold of you. Yeah, yeah, uh, get a hold of me. Um, I'm on every social media That's out there. <laughs> um, or just come up to the office, yeah. to the armory. Um, then, okay. you know, then they get a tour of the, the facility as well. So. Yeah. The other thing that we've um, found out is like when we do different testing and we need just a quiet environment, we, we go to the National Guard. We just visit with you and you mm-hmm. set us up in the National Guard armory. And we, just, we do some of our school testing up there because it's a quiet environment for our students. You set up tables. There's a kind of a big gymnasium area um, that we can utilize. And that's been a, another, you know, maybe a fringe benefit for us in Shattern because it's within walking distance <laughs> for us. But that, that's really been helpful. So, and I see the sunshine outside. Yesterday was one of those where I think I saw on my phone it was 58 degrees, but I could not get outside in the daylight. Um, today, you walking in, you were dressed just like that. You had <laughs> 
your polo on, short sleeves. I'm like, it must be nice outside. So it, it's beautiful out uh, today. I'm hoping those of you listening in can enjoy the the weather while we've got it. And and I really thank you for tuning in this week for for Cardinal Cast. So Bubba, thanks for coming in. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Jerry. All right, until next week, we should get Mrs. Watson back, and we'll find something, uh, another topic. We're slowly accumulating a list, but feel free to shoot uh, Mrs. Watson or myself a note if there's some topics you'd like us to discuss. Uh, or have a conversation on for these Cardinal casts. So thanks for tuning in. Have a great week.